after 2020 and 2021, radios um, had to squarely be focused now on revenue for the coming year like never before. Uh, there's there's so much at stake, and every edge you can give yourself to lift revenue means more for you in 2022. Welcome to the live Q1 sales event on the Encouragers, uh, simply called the 2022 Sales Liftoff, Planning Your Bigger Revenue Year. Today, you are going to hear directly from Alec Drake, who just finished 15 years on the front lines at Cumulus Media in Dallas as their director of sales. Alec is now sharing his decades of experience as a sales content creator. Plus, he is offering consulting services and yield management insights at alecdrake.com. We also have a planned roundtable for you on this live event, including detailed questions and answers with Chuck Wood, the VP and general manager of Delta Media Corp., a multimedia company comprised of seven television and nine radio stations serving Lafayette and Alexandria, Louisiana. And Scott Howard, general sales manager at WoWo Radio, Federated Media, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Today's live event will be a podcast. It actually will be two, if you can believe that. The Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast, and of course, we will also share this event on our other podcast, the Encouragers Innovation and Audio podcast. Both of these podcasts are available right now. And the audio that you're listening to right now will be added as its own episode to these podcasts, wherever you get your podcast right after today's event. Our thanks to Joe Kelly for producing our podcast events and JustJoeProductions.com for creating our audio footprint and distributing them. Please do connect with the folks that you see on stage at this event and look around the room to see who you might want to network with. My name is Lloyd Ford. I'm with Rainmaker Pathway Consulting Works. We help local radio companies power up great local brands. We regularly provide strategic direction, programming, music logs, station architecture, station imaging, the best voice trackers, and of course, a strategic partner that you can depend on to make your life better and help you grow more ratings and more revenue. If you know somebody who's looking for fresh answers, you can have them check us out anytime at RainmakerPathway.com or email me directly, F-O-R-D at RainmakerPathway.com. We'd love to help. Hi, I'm Alec Drake, your co-host for the 2022 Sales Liftoff event. Welcome to all of our attendees and our special guests. Thank you, Lloyd, for your support of everyone in sales and you know, uh, when Alec and I started this process, I really reached out to Alec. I didn't know what kind of response I might get, but I did know that somebody coming out of 15 plus as the director of sales in that market really has a, a, a wealth of experience that Alec could share with us on the encouragers. We really wanted to create a sales-focused quarterly event that had real power direct honesty, and real expertise to help sales managers, market managers, and local sellers at radio. Alec could not have been more kind to me. We had some discussions about local radio sales and sales in general that rapidly led me to invite him to become a part of this event. He said yes, and I was grateful. How are you, Alec? Lloyd, I am uh, very excited to be part of this initial event, this quarterly event, and to share my thoughts plus hear from our special guests. 
You know, I've said before, how we work together is how we win together. It's important that we listen to each other. Whatever we've learned so far in business is not enough. We're frankly all students again across all market sizes and in all various sales positions. My hope is that we all learn something today that can uh, help us tomorrow. Recruitment is an important sales category in working with clients. What could we do in Q1 to help clients hire and find the best candidates and help radio build more revenues for the quarter, Alec? Well, we know that the need for companies looking to hire has never been greater. Um, You know, in the past, when there's been tight labor circumstances presented, uh, one of the go-tos really has been job fairs hosted and presented by radio stations. They were very successful for our clients and in raising revenues. You know, we would broadcast live with our various shows throughout the event to boost attendance. We would bring together dozens of companies to meet and interview candidates. We sold each of them booth space. We sold sponsorships at the title and presenting levels to bigger clients, and that garnered them branding exposure, ad campaigns, VIP space, for example. We added speakers and content with local partners who could help applicants with tips on interview skills and resume building. You know, a recruiting event planned now for March could be a big lift to close out Q1. You know, the incremental revenues would certainly cover any hard costs for a venue. As a matter of fact, as some of us have done in the business, you might even have uh, a local opportunity where you could trade for the venue and give them promotion and, and manage some of your hard costs for the event. You know, since some markets may be dealing with COVID protocols or may be anxious about planning a physical event uh, because of some of the unknowns for, let's say, March, Make it a virtual event instead. Now, the overall framework can be the same and, you know, certainly could be hosted on your microsite or an extension of your station website. The content pieces could be podcasts instead and be sponsored too. This is, a, I think, a great opportunity to do something beyond running the recruitment ads on your stations, which I know everybody's been doing, to certainly get involved with your community, be local in your focus, bring your clients together on one project that benefits everyone. So, Alex, do you you have a tip for managers in media when they're looking for outside salespeople themselves? Many managers, myself included, you know, we use our own radio stations to advertise, and this is a good practice. It helps you find applicants who are already fans of your stations. Someone with natural passion is is a, you know, for your product is always a great benefit. Outside sales experience from other industries has really been a go-to. We've all been thinking about more and more. But I think it's important when you're thinking about outside sales and someone's experience, what category are they coming from? Were they like uh, in pharma, uh, for example? They may have had different skill sets than you might expect. Just because someone was in outside sales, don't assume that they've been doing the same kind of job that your sellers have been doing on your team. You know, things like how are leads generated is important. Did they stay on the customer journey, you know, with the company? In our business, account sales and management, all one role. So, you know, finding a good fit is really what's key. And a lot of times I think we're looking for a fit for us instead of a focus on what's the best fit for the candidate in front of us. And I would recommend digging down on what they want to learn. Are they curious by nature? Where did they learn their work ethic? Um, Look at those kind of profile elements. Certainly, remember, too, when you're interviewing in your communities and in your markets, uh, you're also managing your reputation and your company's 
culture and, and reputation in the market because people talk about an interview when they leave. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and look, that fit between them and you is so critical too. You and I, we've talked about recruitment in in the market and inside the stations. Right now, we set on January 13th. And we know that sales results for Q1 and for the first half of 2022 are based on a lot of different factors. The budgets are mostly in cement. So the expectation is there to hit the numbers. The good news is there's still time to adjust and be on track to beat the forecast. What specifics should managers be looking at to make sure that revenues are actually in line with pricing strategies and product strengths? In other words, what measurements should be taken now so that so that we stay on track? Well, you mentioned uh, earlier that uh, I'm involved in a I've had a huge focus over my career in yield management and revenue management, and it's key. You know, we, we've got terrific value we deliver to the marketplace, and frankly, we deserve uh, pricing that represents that value. And it's kind of like, a, I think, going to your doctor for an annual checkup. Uh, a lot of times as you kick off the new year, it's been very hectic, and I would just recommend everybody doing a checkup. Did you overlook anything? Was there anything that changed with capacity numbers, for example, because of a change with syndication or, or programming shifts? Uh, or did you pick up play by the inventory accounts for you? Look at your basics of what have you got to sell uh, to make sure that that is, is up to date. Also consider the fact that hopefully you've finished all your annual negotiations. Uh, I know in my, my past experience, I would have people closing an annual agreement with me uh, New Year's Eve. You know, So we're already into January by now. Hopefully that is over for you. But I would look at all your demand uh, that you've created with your annual renewals, and you're probably already maybe 25, 30% sold out. Make sure you're thinking about that as your starting point as you're looking at traffic reports that might suggest that you're at a lower sellout level. Also, uh, for the bigger markets where things like ratings and transactional businesses is, is a factor, you know, I would be looking at how your trends are doing. Uh, we can't forecast ratings, certainly when they're coming out every month, and I've seen some things swing pretty good from one month to the next. But I think that where you want to really be close to what's happening on the transactional side, and certainly in the smaller markets, uh, you know, direct. And even when I was working in Dallas, uh, on some of our talk properties, it's pretty unusual, but 50% of our business was direct in a market like Dallas. I understand direct is critical and important, both in small and it can be hugely beneficial in a large market. So I would be looking very closely at what's happening with your customers and, and looking at that. And I think the big one this year for everybody is political. It's the midterms. 2020 was was record-breaking in some of the revenues that came in. Uh, this is going to be a midterm like no other. It's it's going to be much more aggressive than 2018. So I would be looking at that, making sure that's accommodated for. And then lastly, um, if you're not considering your pending business uh, in inventory pressure versus dollars to get you to budget, take a look at that and think about that. Because if you convert your pending, you'll see that you're actually further along in your demand cycle, and that gives you a chance to raise rates maybe a little sooner and avoid uh, sell-off. And then lastly, it's 2022. We've come through two years of fighting back from uh, everything being switched off in, in March of 2020. Think about how you've been discounting and, and using discounting, and I would suggest we need to manage that very differently in 2022. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And look, let's go directly to our sales and revenue partner roundtable and get right into the details. We'll get right in the weeds. We have planned for two guest experts to join us today. First, I want to bring on Chuck Wood. Chuck, can you tell us about your operation and the team that you're responsible for today? Uh, Thank you, Lloyd. Happy New Year to everyone in the clubhouse today. Yeah, our operation is a little different than most because we have both radio and television properties. Our cluster is comprised of five Class A radio sta- FM radio stations, two AM stations with FM translators. But we also operate two full-power television stations, one in Lafayette, one in Alexandria, and two low-power stations in Lafayette and one low-power television station in Alexandria. Combined... We have 13 television screens. Um, Managing our inventory is a nightmare. We have so much. (laughs) Um, But, you know, our model is we're an entertainment group. Uh, We don't operate any local news stations on the television side, and we don't have a big four television network. Um, So, you know, um, like I said, we have a bunch of small power television stations. We like to tell people – you know, we don't have the biggest stations in town. We have the coolest stations in town. Every station is a, a varied format. We Everything from Hispanic to sports. Um, so, you know, we work very closely with local clients. And, uh, and um, you know, we sell across all platforms. And uh, we use television and radio combos quite often. And uh, it's been very successful for us. How, many, how many sellers do you have? We have, uh, well, everybody sells. I'm the vice president, general right. manager. I sell. Um, everybody sells. Um, but So we've got about nine people selling uh, on any given day. Okay. Our second revenue partner is Scott Howard. Scott, uh, can, can you start by telling us about your operation in Fort Wayne and about your position there and your sales team? Sure. Good to join you today. Um, Federated Media, first of all, owns and operates radio stations in two markets here in Indiana, South Bend and Fort Wayne. And I've got the privilege of being the general sales manager of WOWO, which is WOWO Radio in Fort Wayne. We have two other general sales managers in Fort Wayne, and they oversee the other five stations that Federated owns locally. Fort Wayne is a, a very competitive market. There's 30 local radio stations showing up on the ratings for our metro, but we are unique in a couple of ways. Federated has individual local sales teams for most of our stations instead of doing any combo selling, which is so common these days. We also have one person that handles nearly all of the transactional agency business for our entire Fort Wayne cluster, and they've got a similar situation in our South Bend operation. And what that does is it frees up my team to work direct with business owners specifically to create campaigns to invite WoWo listeners to become their customers. Uh, WoWo is also nearly as old as Betty White was. Uh, 2025 will mark a century on the air, and we've been a news talk radio station since the late 1990s. Really incredible and powerful to have that kind of focus for sure. In this section of the 2022 sales liftoff, we're going to focus on employment, sales, and recruiting sellers. So let's start right there. Yeah, that's an excellent place to start. No matter 
what radio company organization you're in charge of today, you can always use more help in sales. There have been these shifts in employment due to the pandemic. Have you seen a, a change in the candidates that are applying for roles with your company? Um, yeah, you know, finding people has been quite a challenge, you know, and particularly during the height of the pandemic. Though recently we've had some luck, <laughs> and I do mean luck, with three new hires. We've hired a local director of sales about eight months ago. Johnette is a uh, Louisiana native who was living in coastal Maryland and wanted to get back home. We were very lucky about that. And um, and the timing was, was just perfect. I was in looking for someone at the time, and, uh, and it worked out. And she has done an incredible job of bringing new hires onto the staff. And, um, you know, just getting people to apply has been a challenge. And uh, we, we just stay at it. We, we um, you know, fortunately, we can use our television stations to advertise for it. We use all of the outlets that are available for us, indeed. Um, and we just, we're constantly recruiting. And uh, we've been lucky. And in fact, we're going into 2022 than a much larger staff than we had in 2021. The uh, change that I have seen for our company is similar to what uh, Chuck mentioned, and that's the quantity of applications uh, for not just WoWo, but for uh, our other stations. We saw very few, if any, people apply for a sales position. So we were experiencing the same shortage that everyone else was experiencing. Uh, we actually keep a pretty detailed application database, and we went a few months with absolutely no additions to it until we began taking some things into our own hands and being proactive and aggressively creating a recruitment plan. So you talked about, Scott, new approaches and who you consider for positions. Is is that part of your broadening strategy? And you know, being, being harder to find good candidates based on employment, migration, turnover, things like that. Tell me a little bit more about that. Well, yes. Actually, what we did last summer, myself, along with the other federal general, Federated Media General Sales Managers, we were sitting on a boat one day. Specifically, we gathered to trade ideas and brainstorm what to do. And out of that meeting, nearly all of us had some ideas that we wanted to try. So we did what I call the old McDonald's approach. If you're not familiar with it, McDonald's restaurant change, uh, chain, I'll tell you briefly. What McDonald's used to do was to allow some of their trusted franchise owners to introduce a new menu item at a small number of restaurants and work out the details of test market on a very small scale before offering the menu item nationwide. So we took that same approach, and each general sales manager implemented a recruitment idea or two. And then by October, we met again to review and collaborate. But, you know, our biggest challenge was simply getting candidates to apply. But we found a few methods that overcame that first hurdle. Again, I'm Scott Howard from Mobile Radio. Uh, the pandemic is changing the way, and this is what we're seeing. It's just changing the way many businesses operate today. You know, not only broadcasting, but I mean, it's everywhere. I mean, you see a help one sign in nearly every business you cross today. And, you know, I, I believe there's going to be a monster shift in the way auto dealers do business in the future. Um, and I'm sure many of you have already noticed that. Um, but, you know, I think that's going to affect the size of their sales staffs and the number of people that they keep on staff. You know, we just hired our very first seller from the automotive sector. 
Um, and I think there's going to be more available there. If, uh, you know, another factor that we deal with is the size of our market. You know, we're market 113. Uh, we sit right between New Orleans and Houston, you know, and, um, you know, we've done a good job of hiring people from our local university. And, uh, you know, but however, when we hire a great person, um, usually the great ones have stars in their eyes. And then after a year or two, they move on to New Orleans, Houston, or Nashville, and that's what we've experienced. And, you know, we're stepping stone markets, so there are many times we feel like uh, it's Groundhog Day. We start all over, wake, wake up, start all over again. So um, that's been our challenges, and our, our approaches are just, you know, keep doing what we're doing and, and continually, continually recruit. This is Chuck Wood with Delta Media. Scott, you have responsibility for one of six radio stations at the Federated Cluster. How do you recruit for WoWo as a news talk property? And also, uh, how do you interact on sales recruitment with, uh, you know, everybody else in the cluster? Well, um, WoWo is one of four Federated Media Fort Wayne stations that have been on the air for 30 to 50 years or more. And the best candidates for our sales team are those that are already familiar with Wobo as a listener. Uh, that database that I mentioned for recruiting lists, all the potential qualified candidates, we call it a talent bank. We update it weekly. It includes uh, my candidates along with candidates that the other general sales managers have in their talent bank. So we can all see who is being considered. And sometimes I know somebody that somebody else has been talking to, and we can trade notes back and forth on that. But uh, Federated Media also partners with an outside sales consultancy called the Center for Sales Strategy that has an online sales talent assessment that all of our sales and management candidates must take. What that does is it eliminates more than half the applicants from making it into our talent bank. Scott, uh, keeping on this theme of recruitment for a minute, um, we've all seen the impact of remote work, distributed work. What do you find different now for sales when it comes to recruitment challenges as it relates to onboarding new hires? What has that been like? Well, this is one area that Federated Media's Fort Wayne operation is different from our South Bend operation, and it's likely different from all the other media companies in Fort Wayne. Because remote work has been our sales culture for about 15 years. My county executives really don't have an office, uh, a desk or a cubicle to call their own at our building. The past few years, Federated Media in Fort Wayne has operated out of two buildings on opposite sides of town. The studios are south and the sales offices are north. We just purchased a new building that will be bringing us all together again under one roof later this year. However, there will still be no dedicated offices for individual salespeople. Uh, we currently have and will have in the new building some shared spaces that salespeople can use when needed, but we don't have any filing cabinets with paper files for clients hanging around these buildings. Everything can be done online and remotely. We've used wide orbit for traffic and billing for several years, and in a few months, we're going to be switching over to Marketron. For copy and production, we use vCreative. vCreative also has a promotions suite that we use. We have a CRM system for that for the first time. First time uh, we had one, uh, it was called Matrix, but it wasn't a very good fit for us, so we abandoned it. And this year we're moving to a new CRM that was built specifically for radio called Rumpel. 
It was recommended to me by a friend of mine, Alex Mann out of Wisconsin, and we look forward to implementing it. We're in the beginning stages of that this week, as a matter of fact. Um, yes, so, Scott, it's interesting that you've been way ahead of the curve on that in terms of how your your staff has been working, and, and congratulations on that because you've, you've been a pioneer. and uh, It's something that many people were thrust into certainly in March of 2020, and it's become more of an opportunity. So congratulations on that because you're, you're tried and true and tested. Uh, Chuck, I want to kind of come back to you for a minute because in your market, you've got, as you mentioned, you've got a variety of properties. Uh, you're, you're stuck between major markets, and sometimes uh, that's also challenging. I remember many years ago when I was in Tyler, Texas, in a small market as well, and, and you feel like you're trying to retain, and that's part of it. But if you look at kind of all the different hats that your sales team wears, um, have you rearranged any of those responsibilities? Uh, are, are they still handling all the things in terms of copywriting, the administrative, the promotional support? Uh, what does that look like? Well, uh, you know, uh, wow. Well, we've, you know, basically... The, the, the biggest thing that we've done is we've cut down the number of meetings that we have each week, and we have found a way to, you know, cut things down to where we basically have two meetings a week. Uh, the first one's very short. The the second one is a, a late Thursday afternoon. It's a, it's a, it's more of an elongated meeting, and 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 we just want to give them more time for calls, prep, research. You know, we have all the tools. We have a copywriting service and jingle service, and uh, we I still use RAB. I don't know how many people still do that, but we still use it extensively, you know. But, you know, aside from that, you know, every seller knows what's expected of them, and, and we allow them to do it at their pace and and uh, just make it happen. Okay. So, listen, what about this? Um, how do you balance the sales organization with radio and TV stations, and and do they sell everything in combo for a 360-degree solution? What What goes on there? Yes, our sellers excel across all platforms. Okay, um, I, uh, you know, when I took this place over ten years ago, um, you know, radio is my background. Uh, in fact, Alec and I worked together in Tyler, Texas, many, many moon ago, and um, I took over with television stations. And quite frankly, uh, um, you know, we we did a good job, but I I, I never thought I did a good job with the TV, so I hired a vice president of television. I hired a guy that was running some stations here locally that was phased out in a um, kind of a hostile takeover. So, uh, that, that, you know, so we've got someone that trains our people on television, someone that trains our people on radio. And, and, and we, again, because we don't have a big four or a news outfit, you know, we have a lot of inventory with a lot of screens. So, we kind of use the radio sales approach for our television. And so we do a lot of comboing, um, you know, and with seven radio properties and, and 13 screens, uh, there's so much inventory that we can price effectively and present multiple properties with nearly every presentation. And, uh, you know, we believe in branding. We believe in selling long-term annual presentations. And we work... I think some of the hardest work we do is getting good, solid appointments to do good, solid CNAs. We walk in there with our business card and we flip it over on the back of our card as every one of our logos. And they're getting smaller now, so we're going to have to find another solution for that. But um, 
when we sit down in front of a local person and they see all those logos, they'll go, wow, I watched that. Oh, I listened to that. Oh, I watched that. Boy, that opens up the conversation for us. And we dig in and do very good CNAs. And we can offer advertising and, and very um, with good reach and good frequency across both platforms. And uh, once we once we get in there and tell our story, we pretty much can get them. And once we get them, they stay with us because, look, it works. Well, it, it sounds like you've got a, a robust effort and certainly great brand recognition for a lot of your brands. And, you, you know, you're in a, in a good position there. How are you keeping the story out there? You know, there's a lot of discussion about content marketing and, and getting the narrative out and telling our story. Uh, is, is there some different approaches you're taking uh, in getting information in front of people before maybe there's contact? Although I would imagine with your team and, and your opportunity, you're covering the markets pretty aggressively. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, you know, we use email effectively through our CRM. We create what we call email one sheets that are actually PNG images that are designed to get to get the client's attention when they open their email. When they open their email, the body of that email is a picture. And it's a picture about something that the salesperson wants to call them about. So, you know, I created some of those today. Our station in the market. So, when they open it up now, they're gonna they're they're gonna see a picture, and it's gonna have the logo of the station. It's gonna have a, a message about how uh, Jordy the whole Jordy Holtberg show is the number one talk program in its day part, and then they'll follow that. They'll send that to the client or or the prospect. They'll follow up with a phone call and say, "Did you see the email I sent you? Hey, I'd love to come talk to you about that." I'm 15, 20 minutes, da da da. You know, whatever language they use, uh, but we have scripts for that. And uh, it's just designed to get their attention. And, and like I said, our biggest focus is getting the appointment because we truly believe on a local level. And 85% of our business is local. So, I mean, we, we live and die by local advertising. So if we can get in front of them and tell our story, we usually get somewhere with them. It's interesting. The more people you see, the more people you sell. And listen to Chuck. Chuck's been in this business for a minute, yet he knows what all the people scream about social media and influence, right? Use a picture, use a picture, use a picture. He wants to, he wants to get an opportunity to tell the story. That's how he's getting those appointments. Pretty amazing. Right now you're listening to the 2022 sales liftoff, planning your bigger revenue year. I'm Lloyd Ford from Rainmaker Pathway Consulting Works on the encouragers our group on the Clubhouse app, we're all about encouraging radio pros at all levels. Today, Alec, Drake, and I are focused on sales productivity, recruiting, digital opportunities, and sales for 2022, your sales. We are talking with Chuck Wood, VP and General Manager of Delta Media Corp., a multimedia company comprised of seven television and nine radio stations, serving Lafayette and Alexandria, Louisiana, and Scott Howard, General sales manager for WoWo Radio, Federated Media in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Listen, you know, we were talking about that just a minute ago. Is there a dedicated person for this role related to sales, marketing, outreach, and content marketing? Or is it a group effort with direction from management? How do you put all that together, Chuck? 
It's typically, um, you know, our vice president of television and, and myself and, and our director of sales. We have lunch once a week and we sit down and talk about, you know, hey, the things we've got to tackle and what's coming up. And, and you know, much of it has just been handled by myself and our DOS. You know, though we've uh, recently hired, we've just recently hired a digital content director. Uh, so because of this, we're going to get a little bit better at the social media side of it. Um, and we hope to see measurable improvement in 2022. But basically, it's it's the three of us in the management side. And we, we brainstorm once a week and, and then we get it handled. But we're looking for that to change here in the future. So I'm going to say that sounds like old-fashioned direction. And by the way, some things are timeless, right? In the next portion of this live event, we are going to talk with our revenue and sales partners about COVID-19, everybody's favorite subject, but not the past. We're talking about COVID-19 going forward, supply chain issues, and other specifics that may impact your sales in the first half of 2022. Thanks, Lloyd. Let's start with both of you today, our special guests. What categories are you seeing that are getting more traction for your stations? And what is falling off as a result of the impact of, of COVID and supply chain issues? Scott? Well, for us, the most noticeable has been the challenges has been in the retail area, of course. Car dealers have had the biggest challenge. It was an article uh, I just read either yesterday or today, sometime in the last 24 hours, about how uh, car dealers in the uh, are going to be either flat or decreasing their radio spending. But, um, you know, the other thing that took a big hit in 2020, as nearly all was all the concerts and sporting events were canceled and closed to the public. But the good news for us at WoWo, at least, is that those categories were just a minor source of our revenue. Indiana has elections three out of four years. Twenty. I think we just <laughs> lost Scott. Chuck, do you want to pick up that uh, same question? Sure, sure. I'll pick up from here. Um, well, you know, the pandemic has actually worked in our favor. Uh, and you probably haven't heard many people say that. But it's taught our sellers to look for new types of advertisers. I mean, look, automotive's off, um, you know, and uh, many others I mean, it's on the retail side. And, you know, we're, we're a six parish or county for most of you, Metro. And, you know, we're now reaching outside the city of Lafayette with much more effectiveness. We're a rural area, a lot of farming, a lot of hunting, all kinds of different things. A lot, And, of course, sports gambling has been introduced in uh Louisiana, and that has been a huge boost for us. But we're benefiting from new clients like propane dealers, construction companies, the home improvement sector. I mean, there's there are a lot of them. And it's because, as I said earlier, 85% of our business is local direct. And um, so our people have had to, uh, you know, get out there and dig in the weeds a little bit more and, and look for more types of businesses. Uh and, and we're, we're insurance companies that we never had before, all kinds of different things. And it's just because they're making a bigger effort to get appointments in different places. I love that you put so much effort into appointments, 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 appointments. That sounds like you focus with your team that way all the time. Scott, we're going to give you an opportunity as technology kind of wiped you out there for a minute if you want to follow up with the rest of your answer. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly where it dropped off, but one of the things that was that um, events took a major hit, of course, with the pandemic in 2020. Indiana, though, has elections three out of four years. 2020 was an election year, so that helped. 
And uh, 2021, though, was the one year out of four that there were no elections in Indiana, yet we end, ended up beating our annual budget. And this year should be our best ever because we do have election time coming up. Our local sales team in WoWo will bill over $3 million in 2022 in just the direct business side. That's not including any of the agency business. And uh, half a million of that is going to come from financial planners. I also have uh, some home improvement companies, heating and cooling, healthcare, or some other major categories that have been growing and will continue to grow here in 2022. It sounds like both of you have pivoted really hard and really fast. I want to go back on this with you, Scott. How did you make up all that ground in the year without political? Um, quite frankly, there was some things that were that we did that were somewhat surprising. I thought they would have an impact. We, as a news talk radio station, we have some national programs and some local programs. And oftentimes our music stations, my sister stations, they sell by unit. We, I decided to move it to selling by um, time. So I restructured the pricing of 30-second commercials versus 60-second commercials. And that allowed us to be able to put some businesses on the air who previously could not afford us. And it made us gave actually gave us more inventory that way. And that was one of the things, plus a couple of us, my team sellers uh, had their best years ever the last two years by just following the basics that we've been doing all along. Hey, sometimes things are just uh, timeless, like I said before. You know, this answer for you kind of forms right into my next question. Are there specific initiatives that have helped your sales team shift focus and replace missing revenues, Chuck? Yeah, and I might sound like I'm repeating myself a little bit, but, you know, our initiatives are real simple. We work hard to get the appointment, um, you know, and, and then when we do, we conduct excellent CNAs, and, we, and we'll leave that CNA with a firm appointment to come back and present with a pretty good idea how much money we're going to present for. Because we kind of, with the client, we figure out, hey, this is what we're going to, we pretty much, when we leave, we say, look, we're going to come back with a presentation for this amount, and we're going to show you the value, dot, 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 dot. And, you know, we utilize written presentations. We, we utilize spec spots, and spec spots today are more than just the audio spec spot because, look, those things are gold, and people don't have any idea how to put together it. And I've been in this business 43, 40, I don't remember how long, but 43-plus years, and, and people still don't know how to put together a, a, a good audio spot. Local clients is what I mean. And But our spec spots also includes banner and cube ads and what they're going to look like on a or a – um, a, a digital uh, video ad that we're going to have on our websites. Um, so we include everything is how this is going to work. And, um, you know, we have a, a weekly meeting uh, where the sellers, each seller brings a CNA, a complete CNA. We discuss it. They go over, tell us about the client. And we sit there at the table and we come up and discuss how we're going to present and what we're going to present. And then that very next week, Everybody's got a great presentation they can go out and make. So that's pretty much, you know, it's it's nothing new, but it's pretty specific. And that's how we handle our, ba our business week in and week out. Oh, we just lost Scott again. <laughs> <laughs> right when he was going to answer that question, too. I don't know what's going on in Fort Wayne, but yeah, it's pretty interesting. He's got, some, he's got some kind of audio canceling thing going on. Um, 
You know, Chuck so, keeps talking about how he's afraid he's going to repeat himself. I think the things he's repeating are worth gold themselves. Get the appointment, get the appointments, uh, you know, his CNAs, his focus on finding out what it is that people need and how to hook them up with the value of radio. Scott, do you have an answer for our question about the initiatives that have helped your sales team focus and shift the focus to replace missing revenues? Yes, but you know what? Chuck's answer was so uh, gold. I mean, every everybody should be doing everything that he just said. Implement it as much as you can, um, because those are the, some of the very basic things that any winning and successful organization in this business will do. We've got some timeless principles that I learned a few decades ago when I worked in Detroit, and that's to focus on what we now call key accounts and long term. The key accounts for us are the ones that make up about 75% of our revenue here on WoWo, but they only represent about 20% of the businesses that we have on the air throughout the year. Uh, regarding long term, if a business is open year round, they should be advertising year round. So that's the way we structure our campaigns. Of course, there are some exceptions, like right now is not the time to sell Christmas trees, but those seasonal businesses are not what we count on to make our monthly and annual budgets. Sorry about that, Lloyd. I was actually sending you a note because I wanted to come back, um, Chuck and Scott both. Uh, I had a, another question I want to ask, but I'm going to put that aside because I think we've covered uh, a lot on the recruitment front. And I want to come back to spec spots, uh, Chuck, that you brought up and, and Scott as well. You know, in a market the size of Dallas, one of the things that we used to differentiate ourselves aggressively was we did a lot of spec spots. And Chuck, I agree with you. It's amazing where the opportunity is still out there to help somebody craft a message, put their message together, make sure it's presentable and resonates. Um, do, do you track those spec successes? Uh, how do you feel that that impacts uh, the outcome? I'd, I'd like to start with you, Chuck, and then pop back to Scott for a minute. Yeah, well, yeah, well yeah, we track, uh, Alec, we, we track every CNA. So I tell you that Thursday afternoon meeting, um, you know, everybody brings in a CNA and, and we keep track. Okay, so. This is what happened. Well, next Thursday, we're going to ask what happened. How did it go? And so, we, you know, we, this helps us keep a closing ratio and, and find out if we're on point with everyone, find out if we need to go back with something different. So, uh, yeah, again, our, um, our tracking system is probably a bit like an abacus, but <laughs> we, you know, we, we keep track week by week. And, hey, what happened with those? And now let's talk about the new ones. So that's right. – and, and Scott – Scott, when it comes to spec spots, uh, uh, on average, do you do you have a certain number you expect to see each week, or you, or do you have a sense of how much impact they're having in your closing ratios? Quite honestly, we don't use spec spots, but I wish we did. Um, with we only have one production director who covers six radio stations, okay, which, wow. and. Um, what I used to do when we had our previous production director is I would sometimes put in a production order and fool him by saying the contract number was coming so that <laughs> they'd get the commercial done. But um, my background of being both on the air in a previous life and doing this, I've been called upon to actually voice some commercials for my salespeople, and I'll even voice some commercials myself for some of the people just to – and I've also – I've also taught um, 
one of our, my new team persons how to record a spec spot just using his phone. And he's been doing that with a lot of success, too. Okay, great. Um, I, we promised the event would be a robust look at 2022 opportunities. And we've talked about recruitment. We've talked about a lot of the great nuts and bolts of just sales activity and certainly getting appointments, which is key. Uh, we want to talk about NTR and event revenues uh, for a few minutes because, as we all know, those were shut down in 2020. There was some rebounding last year. Um, so let me start with you, Scott. What came back in your market last year and what is still missing this year? And, and tell us a little bit about the NTR opportunities with your stations. Uh, Fort Wayne has got three minor league teams that were shut down in 2020. Uh, hockey, uh, Fort Wayne Comets, uh, baseball, the Mad Ants, and basketball. Actually, the, the baseball was uh, the Tin Caps, and the basketball was the Mad Ants, along with plenty of college and high school sports. And most of those are now back, and we partnered with them on WoWo and also on our sports station. Concerts are back. Special events that took off a year or had some attendance limitations are back. Like we've got a four-day home and garden show that we do remote broadcasts from. Um, our music stations are probably the ones who were impacted more than us as a talk station. But yeah, a lot of the NTR stuff is stuff that's we're welcoming it back and looking forward to participating in it this year. What about you, Chuck? Yeah, you know, you know. of course, we said it earlier, automotive is still light, and it's strange to see those empty car lots as you drive by. And, and it's listening here to this speaking here, maybe uh, maybe we should do a job fair at a car lot, and they might like the traffic. But anyway. There you go. You know, we, we feel like, you know, we, we feel like events may come back in 2022, but however, over the past three weeks, well, it's not looking as bright as it did a month ago, because even though our local Cajun Dome did uh, announce a, a big concert. And, and we're planning, our alternative station is planning a big three-day concert festival at the end of May. But, you know, just just yesterday, we had the biggest single-day spike of COVID, uh, this new variant, in, uh, ever. So, you know, it's just tenuous. And uh, I have not put any weight in my NTR for 2022 for this very reason. Everything that, that we're budgeting for is based on what we do on a daily basis. Well, now that is really interesting. I have this question, and, and I'm just going to start by saying you cannot stop at the full rage of COVID. You could not stop Americans from going out and doing things. I don't know what it is about us. We are on the move. It doesn't matter. So people are going to go out and people have so much fatigue. And, you, you know, you just answered this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What new approaches have you utilized in our new environment of living with COVID to get dollars above the 2019 levels for NTR? Or is there a feeling that if events do come back and stay on course, that you're going to try to make up for lost time? I guess I'll start with Scott. On well, Lloyd, uh, one of my sellers has a client who's a jeweler, and he really wanted to push people to shop local and to promote Fort Wayne in general. We had in Indiana, we had about uh, two and a half months in 2020 that we were told to shelter at home in, in place, basically. So from the middle of March until Memorial Day, um, he, he was basically out of business. Um, and yet when 
things opened up again, he wanted to do things to make sure that people were sh- doing things and going and visiting not just his place, but the other places in town. So our morning show host created a couple of different short-term series that he bought that featured our weekly uh, featured a weekly radio segment with video, Facebook, and Instagram posts that she did. Her last one was called Back in Business with Blakesley, featuring Kayla Blakesley, spotlighting stories of businesses that survived the pandemic. Um, a previous series was called Fort Wayne's Hidden Gems, which tied into him being a jeweler, but that just featured area places to visit for fun and entertainment. Um, you mentioned earlier about doing some things virtually. Our sister station, WMEE, has been hosting a baby fair event for a couple of decades, and in 2021, they did it all online. And made just as much money, plus the businesses loved it because they got everyone's contact information and details that were part of the registration process online. So there's multiple things that can be done that we've did because of the pandemic that we can continue to do even if there is no uh, shutdown like we've had in this past couple of years here. Well, and I want to say this to Chuck and, and maybe let you address it this way. And, and I'm going to make you repeat yourself a little bit maybe here. But what you said is also pretty brilliant about, look, not laying in a bunch of goals for NTR just in case you don't have that lever to pull. Right. Is that kind of your theory? Yeah. And, uh, you know, if I can hit that number without it and it does happen, then uh, the better we look. So. Um, you know, I just, I don't, I don't want to make a promise that I can't deliver on, you know, none of that's in our control. Now we do have, um, here in Lafayette, we have the very first American stop for the corn ferry tour. Those of you that don't know, that's like the minor leagues of the PGA tour. And I'm on the board of that. And yesterday, PGA Tour, let us know that this thing is going on full force. And we do a big event around that called uh, the, the Tour Experience, where a local winner gets to play with our sports station team and the Pro-Am and gets to play with a pro. It's always a big deal. And uh, so we're going to move forward with that. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a huge uh, moneymaker for us, but we, you know, we make a few shekels with it. And, and uh, our, we... we uh, we earn a great big loyal listener because they get to play golf with a pro, something they probably would never have gotten a chance to do before. And uh, it's, it's a big deal. But we're also very involved with, with the tournament, live broadcasts, things like that with the sports station. So, you know, that'll be our first test this year as far as something like that is concerned. And we're hoping that that, can, that will go off. But we did not budget that way. Well, we'll hope that it, it goes off as well. You're listening to the 2022 Sales Liftoff Live event on Clubhouse. While you're here, follow or like the encourages on Clubhouse. Boyd? I, I got to tell you, I'm going to skip ahead just a little bit, gentlemen. We got so much on our agenda. I want to make sure that we get some stuff that Alec and I have talked about that's like, oh, my God, we got to ask this question. We got to ask that question. So if, if look, if you saw yourself falling short, on sales pacing in the middle of the first month of a quarter, what strategies or sales ideas would you consider to build momentum and finish in better shape? Chuck? Well, we always go, we always go back and stick to the basics. Um, We may organize and, and have a fun event, 
you know, we'll load the, load the conference room down with candy and streamers and the whole nine yards and, and, and organize a phone blitz just to get more appointments. Hey, this is what we want to focus on. Uh, we're going to spend a day getting all these appointments and then go out and knock them out. And, you know, that can always help create immediate revenue, uh, especially if we're back out the following week with the presentations. But it's always been about getting appointments to tell our story and, you know, getting in front of people face to face. You know, the increased cord cutting uh, has created more opportunities for our company with our over-the-air television stations. Um, you know, we can, you know, 20% of our market is watching television over the air. And um, we can tell this story in front of people. You know, it's, it's amazing how many people that we'll sit down and we'll say, we'll show them our business card and there's Me TV, and they'll go, oh, I watch Me TV, And yeah, um, have you cut the cord? Yeah, I cut the cord. Well, then we get to tell a story, and it's amazing how we can create immediate sales doing that stuff. So, again, we we just always stick to the basics here. That's really amazing. And, Scott, you got to have similar things with WoWo just because of the authority that that radio station has in that market and has had for a long time, right? Yeah, but I echo what Chuck said in sticking with the basics because, you know, you can learn a lot of trick plays, but if you don't know how to dribble the basketball and shoot it, then you're never going to score. And by continue, the one thing that we did, I think, that helped keep us successful and will continue to make us successful, successful as I focused in our local sales meeting this morning is – Sticking with the very basics, we've got a very simple way of making sure that if somebody is off track for that week that we know, they know how to, what's missing, they can do some self-evaluation. But yeah, no matter what, the there's timeless principles that we need to continue to focus on and keep doing them, no matter what the technology and uh, health concerns are around the world. You know, we have very little football left in the year. And if you're like me, you go into mourning after this happens. I find it's funny that we often end up in conversations about sales where we can quote that Vince Lombardi thing. Gentlemen, this is a football. So go back to the basics, right? On the encouragers, our entire purpose is to encourage you. You can see this isn't a client-only event. In other words, we are opening ourselves up to the entire industry. Our goal is to be helpful and encouraging for your career, your income, your revenue. Every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, we present a live event on Clubhouse called the Encouragers, the Radio Rally, and it is all about radio. Each Wednesday, we present a live event on Clubhouse at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, and it's all about innovation and creating innovative environments. We called that event the Encouragers Innovation in Audio, and both of our Clubhouse events result in independent podcast. The first one is, of course, the Encouragers Innovation in Audio podcast, and the second one is the Encouragers The Radio Rally podcast, and you can get both podcasts. They're available right now on Apple, Audible, Spotify, or almost anywhere you get your podcast today. So we ask that you subscribe and and see our archives, which are growing. Alec, do you have any final questions for our roundtable? Uh, yeah, I, I would like to jump in with one more thing, and I'm going to ask each of our guests to kind of get their crystal ball out for just a minute. We don't know the future, but, you know, we like to certainly look at what's going on around the country. And I think, as I said earlier, 
we, we can listen to each other, we can learn from each other, and maybe get some ideas that weren't on our radar. So I'll start with, with Scott. Scott, what do you think 2022 will look like for you and your market this year? Well, well I'm, very, I'm very excited here because Volvo is a legendary heritage radio station on the cusp of turning 100 years old. The only thing that's really holding us back is having the right players on my sales team. Uh, one of my guys who came on board at the start of the pandemic is now fully contributing. My two veterans have both had two record years in a row now for their personal billing, including our 20-year vet who has never billed $50,000 in a month until the summer of 2020 of all times. And I helped her grow to over $75,000 in a single month. And this is all direct business, no agency stuff. And uh, this year, she'll be at sixty dollars to $80,000 every month because of some of the changes that we implemented. And so I just see nothing but continued growth as we continue to do the right things here and be sensitive to the opportunities and the needs of our clients and potential clients. Thank you. Chuck? Well, you know, we feel really good about 2022. Um, You know, we started here with a bunch of radio sellers and we're finally getting them to understand television. So we, we see, you know, we, we, we have some big expectations for our television properties. But, you know, Louisiana now has legalized sports betting. And uh, any of you that have been involved with that, it's, it's a big boost. And, um, and, and it's given us a big bump in our sports revenue. We're also expanding into Lake Charles. Uh, we have a, 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 a 6,000-watt radio station in, in Lake Charles. And we're going to start simulcasting our sports there. So we're going to have sports with LSU uh, football and Astros baseball all across South Louisiana. So uh, we see some growth there and, uh, and we're expanding into different categories and, and calling and presenting, particularly in the rural areas of our metro that we've learned to do through the pandemic. And it's, I mean, it's really, really paying off. And the exciting part about that is, is, you know, if, if salespeople could see the results, you know, I, I, we used to have to drag them into the rural areas. Well, now they're going on their own, and that's a beautiful thing. Well, and money is money for sure. Listen, I hope that you're picking up on what these gentlemen are putting down about the pivot, about uh, pivoting to what's working, looking at new categories, and, of course, the two big ones that I take away from this, which is go get appointments, go get appointments, go get appointments, and tell your story. I wonder if both of you might share one simple idea that you think might help someone with revenue in the first half of 2022. Well, Lloyd, if you're looking for a simple answer, for me, it's SpecSpots. You know, we've contracted with a copywriting and jingle company, and it's working for us. You know, our, our seller, our sellers, you know, we test our sellers, and we don't hire our sellers for the writing skills. We hire them for their selling skills. You know, we've added a tool that will help them with this part of the process that's very important for the client. And um, and it's paying off. And I don't know how people do this. I don't know how people do this business without using SpecSpots. I would say this is a three-part answer to your simple question here, but it's focus on low-hanging fruit because we all have listeners that are buying stuff every week. So the question is, do the companies that your listeners could be buying from, are you inviting them with ads on your radio station? That's what 
our radio station offers hundreds of potential customers that businesses want. And then another aspect of the low-hanging fruit is to approach the business owners that listen to your radio station. That saves you the extra step of explaining what your station is and creates an instant bond. And then I guess a third part, especially if you are trying to get something on the books right now, is a simple idea question regarding low-hanging fruit is what events are going on in the next few weeks that need promotion? Get off your butt and present them with an opportunity to advertise in your radio station. Gentlemen, this is a football, right? Listen, Alec, I, I want to thank you for really being in the leadership position here and putting this event together and sharing your expertise with us. I'm excited to be doing this quarterly event with you and look forward to the Q1 event, which we already have scheduled for April 14th, 2022. So we ask that you put that in your calendar of events. A very special thank you to Joe Kelly for producing the Encouragers Innovation and Audio Podcast and the Encouragers the Radio Rally Podcast, which will be available. This actual thing that you're listening to right now will be available within the next hour or maybe even less. Thank you to JustJoeProductions.com for creating our audio footprint and distributing the podcast. I want to say thank you to our very special and gracious guests, Scott Howard and Chuck Wood, for being our frontline sales experts and and partners for this Q1 event. And Lloyd, as you mentioned, we have plans for our Q2 event, and that's going to be April 14th. So that's going to be here before you know it. Uh, And we'll have our next sales rally on the encouragers. Uh, We're in the process of securing guests for our next roundtable. And if you have suggestions or you would like to participate in a future event, Please reach out to Lloyd at BrainMakerPathway.com or myself at AlecDrake.com. And of course, please do share our podcast, the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast and the Encouragers Innovation and Audio podcast with others that you know are interested in growing their careers in audio. And of course, both the podcasts are available on Apple, Audible, Spotify and wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget to follow the people that you see on stage. Look around this room before you exit so that you can connect with others and come back for our regular events that happen every single week, by the way. If you don't remember anything that you've heard today, please remember, be kinder than you have to be. Thank you for being a part of this very special first sales exclusive event, which we will be doing quarterly with the encouragers. Until next time, may your revenues go in one direction, up. Goodbye for now.